Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Check it out. Jeff Brill joins us now. And, uh, Jeff, we got some bad and good to talk about when it comes to freshwater fishing. Where do you want to start? Yeah, we'll start down in Venice. Uh, salt wars kind of got everything messed up down there. The reports are not great for Venice. Uh, it's just tough to find them. Like I said, the salt waters kind of moved in some of the areas that you normally catch fish. So you have to stick close to the river. The river's still got some fresh water on top. But uh, most of the anglers are telling me they're catching about 10 bass a trip. That's kind of the new norm. And that's not good for Venice because you can go down there and catch 30 or 40 a day, have fun. But however, the water temperature dropping, that means you can find a stretch of banks that's got a few active fish on it. You want to target some wood cover with your plastics and it's not though with points and cuts on the main river. Those are kind of your best areas to start because, like I said, salt water is coming up and kind of pushing the river, uh, the fish up north. Uh, I hadn't really gotten reports from downriver, so I'd stay above Venice if you can and see if you can catch some fish. Yeah, and, you know, it's important to point out when we're talking about Venice, about, you know, the closure of the refuge down there during the waterfowl season. Uh, it's off limits to the fishermen and for, you know, the, the period of the duck season, so people need to pay attention to that. Yeah, I think it, um, at noon it opens up. Uh, you have to check their records. All of them, they got a couple of different state better ones down there. They all have a little different regulations. But, yeah, during duck season, when it opens up next month, you want to stay out of there in the morning and, uh, you know, give those duck hunters a chance to get in there and uh, hunt in the areas they're supposed to hunt at. But basically keep the ducks from flying when they're in the refuge. I don't guess they want you running them out. That's not, not good. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, just give the duck hunters that due, and you can fish the whole rest of the year. Jeff, uh, you, you know, I think 2024 is going to remember it as the year of the low water. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, it's amazing how big those sandbars have grown in the Pearl River. You didn't realize how massive they were till the water gets so low and exposes that whole bank. Uh, how's that affecting the basin over there in the Atchafalaya with this low water? It's kind of the same thing. They, you know, the reports aren't very good from over that area, just not a lot of reports. Uh Recycled, just tar- targeting main bayou bins, kind of out in the main channels. And bass, you want to work crankbaits and spin baits around, lay down the grass beds. And, uh, you know, if you tournament fishing, punching still the, the best way to grind out a good limit. But I've seen pictures from and got reports from up in central Louisiana along the uh, Mississippi, and they say a lot of those octopus, you can't even get your boat in because you can't get to the launch, the uh, launch to the water. Yeah, you can get down to the launch, but there's no water to put your boat in. So it's, it's tough all up and down uh, the, the state for fishing right now because the water's so low everywhere. Jeff, how about the Pearl River? That's kind of one bright spot in all of this. Yeah, I'm getting some good reports over there. Some nice fish, uh, chigger craws and jigs from the west to the east Pearl. That's you know, just the way to go. I think this time of year you still have a bunch of crawfish around before they start burying up in the mud and then uh have the hatch to come out and then uh from the lower pearl you can go down and catch trout and then big flounder i went out earlier this week and man it hurts to throw back them big flounder this time of year when you catch a big doormat 
Yeah, but you got to do it. There's going to be closure until December the 1st on the flounder, and I see more and more people on social media holding up big old flounders they had to release. And, uh, yeah, it's tough to do, but it's all in the name of conservation. Jeff, uh, talk about white perch a little bit. Yeah, they, uh, they're starting to show up to get in this cooler weather, uh, but you always just bring a few jigs with you in a car or just tight line because you, you can start moving into the shallow areas again. You don't want to go into, like, a pocket, but, like, on Main River shallow areas this time of year with the, with the low waters, you can, you can start catching a few. They, they show back up, and then about January they go deep again, and then they'll start moving up in the springtime. So you got a little window here to catch some, some decent reports. Don't let your phone till they catching some. Yeah, you just have to kind of find the tops that's got them. Shiners are probably the best way to go if you're fishing on the Chifonta. But, yeah, they are starting to catch a few of those, too. Yeah, and I'm hearing there's some good news. Uh, the tick falls making a comeback after Hurricane Ida. Jeff, you usually have a, a tip for us each time you come on. What you got this week? Uh, pay attention to the strike zone this time of year, especially like on the Pearls and some of these rivers. If you, you're casting on the bank and you're six inches off, sometimes it's just a waste of cast. They just don't get it. Uh, it's just spinner baits or you could flip in a chair craw, a tight, tight flip is the key. Uh, if you cast not precise and it you know, doesn't not land where the water meets the bank, a lot of times you just they just don't bite. It's just funny how they'll get that tight on the bank. And I just think it's they're up there using it as a trap to get their prey and they're facing the bank or they're in an undercut. You know, maybe the bank has a little undercut over there. And if you're too far away from them when you land, they just they just won't come out and hit it. So try to place your bait in the correct spot, strike zone this time of year, and get a lot more bites. Yeah, you always got some great tips, Jeff. Jeff, I'm going to give you a little assignment for the next time you come on. You know, when we talk about brim fishing, it's mostly done in the springtime when they're spawning and bedded up and easy to catch. But, uh Maybe when you come on next time, give us some tips for fishing wintertime brim fishing. You know, there's not many people that do that. There's so many other things with the hunting seasons and, you know, the good saltwater fishing moves in and uh, bass start to king, you know, with the cooler water, you, you can fish longer. But people kind of overlook brim fishing. So maybe you can give us some tips and advice on locating and catching brim in the wintertime. Yeah, I have to dust off my fly rod and give it a try because <laughs> you, you can catch them all year. Just people don't really target them until they bed up, but they are fun fish to catch year-round. Exactly. Thanks so much, Jeff. We always appreciate it. We'll catch up with you next time. Thanks, Don. All right, there he goes, Jeff Brule, our freshwater field reporter. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.